This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rips it deep to left. Will it stay fair? It will for a two-run shot. It's a two-run blast. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for a Tuesday matinee in this clash of the Cougars as BYU welcomes Washington State to Provo for the first time in almost 12 years. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Grubel. With me is BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade for game analysis. We'll hear from Tuckett shortly, but first up, it's our pregame conversation with Coach Mike Littlewood presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And BYU's alternated can consecutive wins and consecutive losses over its last 12 games. Coach Littlewood today talks about playing one game at a time while at the same time trying to string some wins together this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think if, if we look back to Gonzaga, there's a lot of things we can learn. We actually did a pretty good job at the plate. I loved our effort. I loved our enthusiasm. The energy was really good. It's just, you know, when it came down to five or six key at-bats in the game, we just weren't able to, to punch through and, and get hits when we needed to. And that was kind of the difference. And then we have a blow-up inning on Saturday, give them five off a couple errors. Uh, and then, you know, the game was over. We couldn't come back. But this is a big week for us. Washington State, Pac-12 Pac uh, foe. Um, they're coming off seven losses in a row. They practiced for about three and a half hours last night. They're hungry and ready to go. Um, but, you know, overall, it's just a, it's just we want to play solid baseball. We want to play our baseball. And that's kind of what we've been emphasizing is just, just go out there. Don't worry about the opponent. Don't think about the opponent. Just play our solid baseball, and we're going to be fine. You'll start a southpaw today. Yeah, uh, Justice Riser is going to start for us. It's more of an opener. Um, he'll go a couple innings for us, hopefully, and then uh, we'll get uh, Jake Porter in and, and let him go a little bit. And uh, try to save our, our pen as much as we possibly can. But obviously the, the goal is to win games. It's not to save guys. Um, and so we'll, we'll use the guys who are healthy and, and fresh. We don't really like to, to use Cooper McKeon too much on Tuesdays. We will for a couple batters here and there. But we want him to be fresh on the weekend. So, yeah, we'll, we're going to do everything we can to win this game today. Moving Sardi up in the order a little bit. And Jacob Rogers gets a start today. Well, it's just amazing when you lose two guys like Andrew Pintar and Cole Gamble, what it actually does to your lineup. When I'm writing a lineup um, where we where we feel, and so much goes into writing a lineup nowadays, putting together a lineup and stretching it out. And we believe it or not, we consult with analytics people and, and uh, you know, what hitter to to put where, not that we just not that we just use that blindly, but but it is good information to to have. And as I as I look at that, it's just in my mind I'm thinking subjectively for this game, Sardi fits uh, Alex Sardina fits in the two hole today, moving Brock down in the nine hole where he's I think more comfortable, where he probably belongs this year in in our lineup, and so. Yeah, I, we talked about this a few games ago. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, and I'm not sure we're going to figure it out um, for a few days and maybe a couple weeks without Gamble and Pintar in our lineup. Okay, and lastly, maybe any word, good or otherwise, on, on Cole's status? Yeah, you know, actually, Cole went to the doctor yesterday, which was, was Monday, um, got some decent news, and I, I don't know, the, I won't even try to say all the medical stuff because um, that's outside my realm. But basically, he has a chance to come back in four weeks, and if everything goes well, and, and uh, you know, maybe six. And so uh, he'll start the rehab process when, when he's able, And but we're just happy to, to get him back. And we were worried it might be something that was going to put him out for a year or, you know, just a, a major, major injury and end up not being. So there's, I guess, a silver lining. 
Um, but but for the next month, for sure, we're not going to have Cole. Yeah. All right, Coach, thanks for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. For the visiting Cougars of Washington State, leading off playing second base, number one, Kyle Russell. Hitting second, playing third base, number five, Jack Smith. Hitting third, playing center field, number nine, Bryce Matthews. Hitting cleanup at first base, number 19, Jacob McKeon. Hitting fifth, the shortstop, number eight, Elijah Hainline. In right field, number 28, Colin Montez. Hits sixth, hitting seventh, number 34, Jake Meyer, the catcher. Hitting eighth and playing DH, number 11, Keith Jones. Hitting ninth, the left fielder, number 29, Justin Vandebrake. Starting pitcher for the Washington State Cougars is Cam Liss, a left-hander. BYU counters with a lefty. Number 28, Justin Ry- Justice Riser on the hill for BYU. Cougs will lead off with Hayden Latham playing left field, jersey number 10 for Hayden. Hitting second and playing second, number 14, Alex Sardina. Hitting third, the center fielder, number 6, Mitch McIntyre. Hitting cleanup, the right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting fifth, the DH, number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting sixth and wearing jersey number 16, the first baseman, Jacob Rogers. Hitting seventh, the third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting eighth, the catcher, number 18, Colin Reuter. And hitting out of the nine hole, the shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins. We are ready to go. BYU and WSU. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you and Tuckett. The showers have cleared off. Sun shining, shadows on the field as we get going with the clash of the kooks. Yeah, it was a rainy BP for both of us today, but uh, like you said, the sun is shining, and we're excited to get the week started. All right, WSU in the visiting crimson jerseys, gray pinstripe pants, crimson caps, and the word cougars in block lettering across the chest. In fact, I think BYU has a version of the word cougars on on BYU's uniforms. It looks like the same font. Yeah. The same typeface. Not today, of course. BYU has its Brigham Young script on the all-whites. And that's a first-pitch chopper to first base. And the throw behind Justice Riser will be a throwing error on the second baseman, or that sh- a throwing error on the first baseman, Jacob Rogers, as he threw behind Riser. And that'll be a runner reaching first on the first pitch of the game. The chopper, to s- chopper between first and second and a throwing error E3. Yeah, just a, a backhand play. He's just got to flip that to the pitcher running forward, but he slips out of his hand and throws it over his head for a leadoff error. So Kyle Russell reaching on the E3, and that'll bring third baseman Jack Smith to the plate. A couple of right-handed bats to open up against the lefty riser. And Justice bends it in at 74 miles per hour for the called strike. Yeah, Justice is a three-pitch mix. He'll go fastball, changeup, slider. And he has an elite pickoff move. Dennis Smythe, the home plate umpire. Outside for ball one, one and one to Jack Smith. Run run first is Kyle Russell. Reaching on the throwing air, Jacob Rogers is getting his second start of the season at first base. The wind up from Riser and he'll check back to first. BYU with nine pickoffs on the season. Do they keep that stat nationwide, Greg? Do you know? I'm not sure. Huh. I, I, I do wonder if that's one of the ones that we get on the NCAA summary or not. I'd be curious to see where think, I would have yeah. to think it's, it's, it's relatively high, one every other game, more or less. That's outside for ball two. So BYU's nine pickoffs. Bryce Robinson has four of them. 
Justice Riser has one. Bunch of Cougars have one apiece. LHU has been picked off base just three times. Allagir. And that's Rip. Great pick at third by Deming to second for one. To first yes, for two. Yes, and the Cougs play. have the double play to erase the E3. And the Cougs have two gone here in the bottom of uh, the top of the first. Yeah, and that ball was hit 103 miles an hour right at Deming on his backhand. He got to his backside there, but gets up quickly and turns a 5-4-3. Nicely done, Dan. And I tell you what, uh, Jacob Rogers is the happiest guy in the yes. field right now. The ball ended up in uh, Jacob Rogers' glove at first. Happy to squeeze it and secure the second out after the leadoff batter reached on the E3. Next batsman for the WSU Cougars is Bryce Matthews, and he fouls it back to the screen for strike one. The center fielder, Matthews, with hits in eight of his last 11 games coming into today. Rest of the umpiring crew, Troy Hodak at first, Chris Schultz at second, Dax Upton at third. That's low and away for ball one, one and one to Bryce Matthews. Kick and fire from Riser, and that's called strike. Good slider right there. Slider inside for strike two. One, two, one and two, the count with two out to Bryce Matthews. 15th all-time meeting between BYU and WSU here in Provo. Seven and seven is the all-time tally, and that's high and away for ball two. Count even at two and two with two out, no one on here in the top of the first. A lot of home games, a lot of neutral contests, just six games in Pullman between these two teams all time. The 2-2. And that stripe back to the screen stays 2-2. Two two. The one game that uh, Coach Littlewood uh, coached against WSU came in Pasco in 2014. It was Coach Littlewood's second year, and the teams played in Pasco, the Tri-Cities. Hmm, interesting. BYU won that one, 3-0. That's Coach Littlewood's only meeting with the other Cougs. And that's a swing and a miss for Justice Reiser. And the Cougs are out of the inning after the lead batter reached on an E3. He was erased on a DP. And then a swinging strikeout of Bryce Matthews sends us to the bottom of the first. For WSU, in the top of the first, no runs, no hits. There was an error. There was no one left on. We go bottom one in a scoreless game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Miller Park here in Provo, Utah. Tuesday matinee, Cougs and Cougs, BYU and Washington State. It's a getaway game for BYU. Back on the road tomorrow, headed for Moraga. Three-game series with St. Mary's coming up on the weekend. Then it'll be a tacked-on uh, tag game next week down at Dixie in St. George Tuesday of next week before WCC play resumes. Washington State looking to get back on track. Hope it's not today. They've lost seven in a row coming into today. And among those seven losses was a WCC loss they took at Santa Clara. Yeah, tough little streak for them. It hasn't, it's not like they've been blown out every game. They've had some tough games. Last uh, Friday, they took Stanford to 12 innings and, and, and lost that one. And I was talking to their coaching staff earlier today. They had a bunch of errors in that game. And so that, that, one, that one hurt. That 12-inning game lasted five hours and 28 minutes. BYU's first batter of the game is Hayden Latham, the left fielder, leading off. Game, he is hitting it well. A game that long, uh, Greg, is a baseball ops's nightmare. <laughs> no hot food for the boys that night. Yeah. It will have cooled off by the end of the 12th. It's called strike to Latham. One ball, one strike. 
Latham is tied for third in RBI. Has reached in five straight coming into today. The 1-1 from Cam Liss. The left-hander fires outside at 89 miles per hour. Two balls and a strike. Pair of southpaws on the hill. The BYU-Gonzaga series featured no starters, no lefty starters in three games. And it'll be lefty v. lefty here today with Liss for WSU and Riser for BYU. The wind-up and delivery. And that's hit sharply to center. One hop to the center fielder. It'll be a leadoff single for Hayden Latham. So both lead batsmen have been aboard in this one. WSU reaching on an E3, and Latham reaching on a sharp single to center. Just a simple swing right there. 89-mile-an-hour fastball, and he hits it 101 miles an hour right back up the middle. Nicely done. It'll bring Alex Sardina hitting second in the order for the first time. He's hit fifth, sixth, seventh, and ninth previously. Coach Littlewood talked in our pregame interview a bit about uh, analytics and other things that lead you to believe that Alex is a good fit today. What in the batting the, order the, against Liss. Did he talk to you about the coin flip as well? Just to <laughs> Is that part of We consider that analytics yeah, as well. I, I joked and said, we just flip a coin. <laughs> Empty count to Sardina. Latham's on first. Working from the stretch, Liss kicks and fires and gets called for strike on Sardi. Smaller sample size with limited plate appearances, but he is BYU's batting average leader and slugging percentage leader. Alex Sardina, the second baseman. The 0-1 to Sardi. BYU in the sharp all-whites today. That's a reach out, swing and a miss for 0-2. BYU Navy cap, so white jersey, white pants with the Brigham Young, Brigham in cursive, and the Young underneath in the tail of the word Brigham. It's a really nice look. Ever since opening weekend, these were just a really yeah. favored look. The 0-2 to Sardina. Latham taking his lead at first. Hanging his arms between his knees. It'll be a feint toward first from Cam Liss. Cam Liss making his third start. He's 0-0 with a 4.96 ERA. He's in his 17th inning of work. No balls and two strikes to Sardina. That'll be a full check to first. No problem there for Latham. Playing first, Jacob McKeon. Both first basemen need Jacob today. McKeon for WSU, Rogers for BYU. The 0-2 from Liss. That's well outside for ball one. All-time series favors the visitors from Pullman. 25 wins for WSU to 18 for BYU, but as noted here in Provo, 7-7 seven and seven, the all-time series. The 1-2. Couple of nods toward first. And that's off speed at 77. Stays outside and high for ball two. Two and two to Alex Sardina. Well, great time to hit right here. Keep battling. He keeps put, throwing curveballs and change-ups away to Alex. Try to punch those into right field in that, that big four hole that's open right now. The 2-2. Two -two. And again stays. Nope. Oh. Late call. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's a late punch out. Yes, it I caught was. looking for Sardina on a pitch that I thought was outside the zone, and probably Sardina did too. But yeah, a, little, a late call. Appeared to be a little off the plate there, but it's pulled in and a called strike on Sardina. So caught looking and a backwards K for Sardi. Hmm. 
Yeah, everybody in the in the stadium didn't see that one coming, how late that was called. So Latham at first now with one out, and Mitch McIntyre hitting it real well, hitting in the third hole, hitting in the three hole today. And they've got Latham hung up between first and second as he took off. He's in a run down and tagged out between first and second. So run down out for BYU, and Latham is erased on the base paths, two out here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, not a great start offensively. To have a strikeout and a pickoff right after that. Shortstop Hainline making the tag as he ran Latham back to first. So two gone for McIntyre. The empty count and low and away from the left-handed bat of Mitch McIntyre for ball one, 1-0. One -oh. With two gone, no one on. So both teams got their uh, lead batter on base, but both... Lead runners were erased. One on a DP and that on a rundown. Skips out of the catcher's glove on ball two. Home plate umpire Dennis Smythe again working with Hodak at first, Schultz at second, and Upton at third. Was Hodak here this weekend? We didn't have him this past mm -hmm. weekend, nope. Alan Coles, Bostwick, and Wells, the weekend crew. 2-0, two, two out, no one on. That's a take for strike one. Mitch hitting it real well of late. Six for his last 16. And a modest four-game hit streak coming into today. Lefty v. Lefty here. We're scoreless in the bottom of the first. Washington State and BYU. Mitch will take outside, just missing the outside edge for ball three. Three and one from Liss to McIntyre. Well, good time to hit here if you're Mitch. Looking for your pitch. WSU on the seven-game skid, averaging 5.1 runs per game. BYU 5.8 runs per game. So very near that six-run target. And that's laced by Mitch McIntyre high in the air to left field. And backing up to near the track and making the grab is Vandebrake. Justin Vandebrake records the third out, and it'll be top of the second. After BYU goes no runs on one hit, there were no errors. There was no one left on. 0-0 through one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Burger Supreme is Provo's favorite spot for fresh, flavorful, and fantastic food. Locally owned and operated since 1989, Burger Supreme is more than just fast food. It's great food, great service, and great value. Whether you're in the mood for chicken, fish, a great sandwich or salad, or of course, a mouth-watering burger, Burger Supreme will not disappoint. And don't forget the fry sauce. It's amazing. Burger Supreme, 1796 North University Parkway at Brigham's Landing. Dexter & Dexter is a full-service law firm offering a wide range of legal services. Since 1995, we have helped more than 20,000 Utahns both to navigate life's challenges and to make the most of life's opportunities. From accidents to wills, from bankruptcies to business law, we are passionate about shouldering your burdens. To learn more about scheduling a no-obligation consultation, visit DexterLaw.com. Between news, music, or even cooking, you can connect to a lot of different channels and feel a lot of different emotions. But what if you can connect to a channel that shares uplifting messages, a channel that tells incredible stories and celebrates the triumphs of the human family, a channel that sports a little more love, laughter, and of course, connection. 
Then follow BYU Radio on social media or at byuradio.org and connect with the people and the world around you. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading up the second inning for Washington State, first baseman Jacob McKeon. McKeon takes strike one from Justice Riser, as Coach Mike Littlewood said in our pregame chat. Plan is to throw Justice for two innings today and then bring in Jake Porter and let him roll a little bit, see yep. how he does. That would be the goal. The 0-1 from Riser. Outside for ball one. 87 miles per hour from Riser. Give you a fastball in the high 80s. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the corner. Two balls and a strike. From Riser to Jacob McKeon. WSU's leader in bases on balls with 16 free passes issued. The 2-1. A swing and a miss for strike two. Big, heavy swing right there. Justice Riser on the hill to Southpaw's long outing this year, three innings. High pitch count, 41. Came in the Oklahoma State Series. As a tidy whip under one, 0.94. Justice with the 2-2. And that's a swinging strikeout. So Justice has a back-to-back strikeouts to end the first and begin the second inning. One down for Washington State. Yeah, and just attacked him with the high fastball back-to-back pitches. Nice sequence there by Justice. Elijah Hainline, the shortstop, will hit. He's over his last 12 at the plate. Empty count, one out, no one on for WSU. Top two. Working briskly, Justice Riser fires ball one. Fifty-three degrees, partly cloudy skies after some pregame rain. And there's a whiff from Hainline to even the count at one and one with one out. And no one on for WSU. We're in the top of the second inning. A pleasant enough day, although the weather was threatening by the weekend forecast. It's cleared up for game time. A breeze out to right center. Ball two from Justice. Yeah, you never do know about the weather here, Greg. It just... Oh. The last five days, it looked like today was not going to be nice, yep. but uh, might have caught a little break here. The 2-1, kick and fire. A square, a pullback to 3-1 and one to Elijah Hainline, getting his eighth start at shortstop for Coach Brian Green. Green in his third year in Pullman, eighth year overall prior to WSU. He was at New Mexico State. And he did a really good job there. Got to an NCAA regional out of Las Cruces, and then the year after that, they actually won a regular season WAC championship and didn't win the tournament. And then he was off to Pullman, the 3-2. Good pitch. And the late count, <laughs> punch out. It'll be a called strike on the 3-2. Another strikeout for Justice Reiser. Back-to-back-to-back K's now for Justice. The first two swinging, the last one looking. I'm now learning and, you know, be trained to wait yeah. for Dennis a little bit. Just a little longer than normal. The punch out gives BYU two out here in the top of the second. Inside call strike from Justice on the first pitch to the right fielder, Colin Montez. Montez with 89 career RBI. A left-handed bat facing the lefty riser, the 0-1. Away for ball one. Just missed right there. 
That's a fouled dribbler up to the pitcher's mound. Right off the kneecap there. That doesn't feel good. So one ball, two strikes. Riser working on the run of three consecutive strikeouts. And stepping out and working that knee loose is Montez. Colin Montez, one of three left-handed bats in the lineup. Again, likely just uh, two innings of lefty work here from Riser. The one-two. That's high for ball two. Count even. Two out, no one on for WSU. Top of the second of a scoreless game. Both teams got their lead batter on, but nothing came of it in the first inning. The 2-2. And that's a swinging strikeout. And so, Justice strikes out the side. It might have been his last inning of work today. He struck out the last batter in the first and all three batters in the second. So back-to-back, to-back-to-back strikeouts take us to the bottom of the second inning. For WSU, in the top of the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. 0-0, bottom two next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second inning. BYU and WSU, zeros on the board. Leading off the bottom of the second, the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti, BYU's RBI and total bases leader. Facing the left-handed Cam Liss for the Crimson Cougs. Long wind-up and delivery. First pitch he sees, Sapiti to center field on the run to his right. Making the grab on the run is the center fielder, Bryce Matthews and one gone after one pitch you're in the bottom of the second inning good contact but didn't get down in right center yeah had to cover a lot of ground there that ball's hit well good swing there by Ryan a good outfield for WSU seven assists in that outfield today three and left three and right and one in center one down for Jacob Wilk today's designated hitter He'll take outside for ball one. Jacob at DH and with hits in his three of his last four games coming into you today. Yeah, came in and good, good, did a very good job off the bench on Saturday. The one out of Jacob. And he takes strike one at 89 miles per hour. Jacob came in and pinch hit home run. Base on balls in his two plate appearances. Checked it, and they appealed to first to no avail. It'll be ball two. Two balls and a strike two. Jacob Wilk. 6'4", 235. The junior from Salado, Texas, and a Juco transfer. The 2-1, one gone and no one on. Bottom second of a scoreless game, BYU and WSU, and that's high for ball three. Well, great time to hit here. He might go to a changeup, but sit on fastball and adjust. If it's not yours, take it and get to full. Kick and fire from Liss. That's low and inside. And a walk, a five-pitch walk for Jacob Wilt. So it's a one-out walk for the Cougs. The Cougs of BYU. Both teams go by the Cougs moniker. So second base runner for BYU today, Hayden Latham. Reached on a single in the first, a leadoff single to begin the game. And he was retired on a rundown. 
between first and second. Jacob Wilk now with one out, reaches on a base on balls. Cam Liss will bend at the waist, ball behind his back, get the sign from catcher Jake Meyer, and work from the stretch on an empty count to Jacob Rogers. Away for ball one. Jacob also came in and offensively did a really good job in the latter half of the game. Had a single and a triple in that game. Single in the sixth and a triple and scored in the eighth when BYU tried to rally from that 9-1 deficit. The 1-0 to Jacob Rogers. That's a chopper just dribbling down the third baseline foul. So back-to-back -back Jacobs in the batter's box for BYU. Wilk has reached on a base on balls, and Rogers now hits. Jacobs' last start came on March 3rd. That's outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Yeah, Jacob was just getting going late in the season at San Diego last year. Had a really good couple games for us, and then he got hit by a pitch and broke his thumb and couldn't play the rest of the year. The 2-1 Jacob Rogers with Jacob Wilk take his lead at first. That's high and away for ball three. So it was a 3-1 count on Jacob Wilk a moment ago. It took ball four for the walk, and now it's a 3-1 count to Jacob Rogers. Right-handed bat of Jacob Rogers against the lefty thrower Cam Liss. Great time to hit right here, Rog. The 3-1. Wilk leaning at first, and they'll throw back two first. Liss with a whip of 1.29. A strikeout to walk ratio of 1.72. And a high pitch count of 66 on the year. And he's into his 26th pitch motion. Forthcoming here. 3-1. And that is a full count taken on the outside edge by Jacob Rogers. Three balls, two strikes, one out and one on for BYU here in the bottom of the second. The game opening sunshine and shadows giving way to cloud cover. You might see Wilk in motion here, but if you're Jake, you got to make sure he commits to home before you try to take off the person so you don't get picked off like Hayden did. Jacob hangs his hands as Liss comes plateward, and it's high four, ball four. So back-to-back -back walks for BYU here in the bottom of the second. Something going as Jacob Wilk goes to second. Rogers at first on another walk. And the Cougars have their third base runner aboard here in the bottom of the second inning with a scoreless game. Austin Deming, third baseman, hitting seventh in the order. Will step in. Another righty bat. Just one left-handed bat against the lefty Cam Liss to start for BYU. Belongs to Mitch McIntyre hitting in the three-hole. Hitting seventh is Deming. And now there will be a, con a conference on the mound. Yeah, nobody's throwing yet in the Wazoo uh, bullpen. They're down there stretching. But, uh, hey, Liss has the issue of walking guys. That's his, what, 13th walk now this season he has. And uh, I tell you what, when you've only thrown 17 innings, 13 walks is just way too yeah. many. Pitching coach Anthony Claggett is out on the hill with the rest of the WS in, WSU infield and battery. Claggett, by the way, makes both the visits and the changes. 
So uh, Coach Brian Green leaves Claggett to make the pitching changes as well. You'd probably say it's it's more skippers than than pitching coaches who make changes. This is a little unusual to have the yeah yeah. Sometimes the skipper just gives yeah. the full pitching staff to his guy and says, you go, and looks like that might be the case here with Wazoo. So conference over. Crimson Cougs and the white-clad Cougs here today in Provo. And again, I'm not mistaken, Tuckett, this, this jersey they have in crimson with Cougars, BYU has a white version with yeah. the blue Cougars across yeah. the front, right? The same yeah, essential, same uniform, same jersey at least. Empty count, one out and two on for BYU, and that sails away and nearly away from the catcher coming out of his crouch to make the stop Jake Meyer. It's yeah, ball one. I think that's the exact of our gray uniform. I think that's the exact script that we use. Is the gray with the blue, Cougars across? Mm -hmm. I think so. The 1-0. Great time to hit here, Austin. We need Austin Gregg in the worst way to get going in RBI opportunities. He's really struggling with runners in scoring position. And, you know, ha having Cole out for some time and then Penny out for a really long time, we need him to pick up. He's got the experience. If he can pick up and start being an RBI guy, it's really going to help this lineup. Deming hitting 133 with runners in scoring position. First runner in scoring position today for BYU. The 2-0 taken outside for ball three. And this is having a tough time finding, uh, throwing strikes right now. BYU as a team hitting 262 with runners in scoring position. Which is actually pretty good, you know, in college baseball. You'll better take than the, that. It's also better yeah. than BYU's overall average of 257 coming yep. into today. So the 3-0. Liss has lost a couple guys on 3-1 counts. He has a 3-0 now. With one out and two on for BYU bottom two. Deming at the dish. The look back to second. The kick and fire from Liss mm. and the late call yeah. strike, but gets the call at 3-1 to Deming. Good take 3-0. Now still be really aggressive in your zone, but take his. Liss is on his 32nd pitch. Nearly halfway to his high pitch high of 66. The 3-1. Turns his head from second to plate and... Outside, wait, 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 mm -hmm. and nope. Are we sure? Okay, we're <laughs> okay. sure. We're sure. <laughs> it is ball four, and that is back to back to back. Bases on balls issued BYU batters Wilk and Rogers and Deming all reach. And now it's bases loaded and one out for Colin Ruder. What a and great time. Ruder's got home run power. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I was about to say, what a great time for him to break out of his little uh, skid that he's been in. Yeah, he's won for his last 22, and the one hit was a home run. Hey, don't remind me, Greg. Hey, but I want to remind uh, you about the home run. Uh, uh, you're right. You did say that. <laughs> okay. And we're going to see a pitching change for Washington State. So Cam List does not get out of the second inning. He goes one and a third. And Anthony Claggett asks for the ball, and that'll do it. We'll have a new WSU pitcher after this. We'll take a break, 60-second break, in the top of the second. BYU 0, WSU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Washington State is the right-hander Tyler Haft. 5'11", 190-pound sophomore from Federal Way, Washington. Haft replacing Cam Liss. Liss went one and a third. He's pulled after back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back walks. 
Here in the bottom of the second, one out walks issued to Wilk and then Rogers and then Deming. Wilk at third, Rogers at second, and Deming at first with Haft now on the hill. Haft making his 11th appearance, a 7.84 ERA, 10 strikeouts, eight bases on balls issued. He's into his 11th inning of work. He's given up 11 hits in 10 and a third. And he will face Colin Reuter. BYU starting catcher today, Colin Reuter. Will be on time to fastball here, Colin, and put a good swing on it. Didn't play his last two games. Mason Strong gave him a rest behind the plate. Reuter back in his 18th start at catcher. A freshman out of Mississippi will dig in. Righty v. Righty now with Haft on the hill. The right-handed hitting Colin Reuter. Colin with three home runs among his eight hits on the year. That's a pretty good ratio. Empty count and bases loaded. Ooh, Ooh and that seemed off the plate, but yeah. Haft gets the call. Strike one on the take. Hmm. That had the catcher reaching. Yes, I mean, he reached in the other batter's box. You usually don't give them the benefit of the doubt on when the catcher catches it like that. The 0-1, one out, and the sacks stacked with Kooks. Hmm. Tried to check, came through. Strike two to Reuter. BYU this year hitting still a very robust 394 with the bases loaded. 13 for 33. But they had no for three rut Saturday against Gonzaga with the sacks stacked. Just a lack of timely hits that day, and yep. then things got away late on an error-filled eighth. And that's opposite field. A hopper to the first baseman hey, has we'll to look down it. to find it. It'll score a run. Yep, we'll take it. As it wasn't handled cleanly by McKeon, by the time he found it, Jacob Wilk had crossed with the Cougars' first run, the BYU Cougars' first run, yeah, if he and BYU leads it one nothing. Greg, if he fields that cleanly, he probably doubles it up there, and we don't score a run. So took a little break there, and now uh, see if we can get a big two-out knock here for Watkins. So the ground out to the first baseman. And BYU leads it 1-0 here in the bottom of the second. Jacob Wilk scores on the ground out. Nine-hitter Brock Watkins. The shortstop hits with now batters, uh, runners at second and third. And he goes opposite field. That's going to get down, down the first baseline. Around to score Rodgers, around to score Deming, and a stand-up double for BYU's doubles leader, Brock yep, Watkins. That's our guy right there, Brock. Nicely done. He's actually one back of Mitch with doubles now at five. Mitch having gotten his sixth. So Brock Watkins' fifth double does score two, and BYU has a 3-0 lead here oh, in tried, the bottom of the second. Tried to blow a 94-mile-an-hour fastball by him, but he hits it 101 miles an hour down the right field line for an easy double and two RBIs. Nicely done. So Rogers and Deming both score on the two-run double from Brock Watkins. Two out here in the bottom of the second. BYU's taking a 3-0 lead. A runner in scoring position for the top of the order. And Hayden Latham takes strike one. And just Reuter not striking out there, Greg, the batter before, and putting a ball in play, giving us a chance, makes it a lot easier for Brock to hit with runners in second and third instead of bases loaded two outs where you have a little bit more pressure. No balls in a strike. To Hayden Latham with Watkins at second. That's piped in 94-mile-per-hour fastball for ball one. One, one. one and one the count with two out to Latham. 
So Watkins, two RBI double. RBI's 10 and 11 on the year for Brock. That's a high chopper, but foul down the third baseline. Nice Pratt. play, Coach Pratt. Trent Pratt one-hands it. One ball, two strikes, two out, one on. The man on second is Brock Watkins. Hayden hitting 333 with runners in scoring position. And he's got one of those at second base. Fifth Cougar at double-figure RBIs now. Brock Watkins with 11. The 1-2 from Haft. And that's stripe, but foul down the third baseline. A little more juice on that one. 1-2. One, the count with two out and one on for BYU. Cooks taking a 3-0 lead here in the bottom of the second inning. Hayden's been one of our toughest hitters this year, Greg, with uh, two strikes. He really battles. One ball, two strikes, and two out for Hayden. Single in the first. He was caught in a rundown. Erased from the base pass on the first inning. Here in the second, BYU has plated three in the bottom of the frame. WSU no runs on no hits. BYU now three runs on two hits. And the three runs coming with just a single hit here in the second, but it was a big one. A two RBI knock. What's the two inning tally now? First two inning tally on the year, Greg. BYU with three runs today. is now outscoring the opposition 38 to 21 in the first two innings. Starting hot. Fouled back to the screen by Hayden. Count stays one and two. BYU three, Washington State zero. Three nothing was the score. The last time these two teams met up in Pasco eight years ago, a game BYU won. The last time the, these two teams met, it was in Pasco. The 1-2. That's fouled back to the seats. <laughs> that's got to be after, Pasco's got to be probably after a Zag series. That would be my, my guess. What makes, what, yeah. It, we're it's, gonna try it's, to, a, it's about a two-hour drive from Pullman. Yeah, we're going to try to play do it next year, next year yeah. after we play Gonzaga. Yeah, so. that, that's what we were wondering about when that, game would come next year if it does. They've got a brand new baseball complex up there in, in Pullman. Be nice to get up there. The 1-2. It's I taken outside for ball two. I just hope we don't play the Zags in March like we've had in the <laughs> past. I want them in May. It's, it's beautiful in Spokane in May. Think about that Pasco game. That's part of the Tri-Cities. Can you name the other two cities in the Tri-Cities with Pasco? I couldn't do that. The 2-2 count with two out. And one on. The runner on second here. In the bottom of the third is Brock Watkins. Hayden Latham at the plate. And stepping off is Haft and fainting towards second. The other two cities are Kennewick and Richland. Hmm. The Pasco, Kennewick, Richland, Tri-Cities area. I should have known Kennewick. They just call them the Tri-Cities more often than not. But Pasco, one of them. And that's what these last teams, these teams last played. The 2-2. Kick and fire from Haft. And... Yep, <laughs> a little bit a little bit of a delayed call, but the punch-out call, the backwards K for Hayden Latham. And the Cougs' third inning is over, but not without three runs. BYU three runs on a hit. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We go top three with BYU 3, WSU our score, the 3-0 our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time for a PZ Printing pitching change for BYU. Brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Justice Reiser goes two solid innings, two hitless innings, and he is 
spelled by Jake Porter. So the Cougars go from the lefty riser to the righty Porter, making his fourth appearance. Jake is 0.00 ERA and three innings pitch. He's given up two hits, has struck out two and walked one. First battery faces here in the top of the third is the catcher, Jake Meyer, who slices the first pitch he sees foul above the WSU dugout for strike one. 0-1 the count. No one out here. Top three. And BYU has a 3-0 lead with which to work after a three-run second. The big hit in the inning, a two-run double from Brock Watkins. The 0-1 to Meyer. Mm, just missed. Inside for ball one. 1-1 one one to Jake Meyer. I feel like umpires are more ought to call off the, off the plate breaking balls for strikes than they are fastballs. They have a lot longer to see it. That's off speed at 79. Fouled out of play for one ball and two strikes to Meyer. So he has just nine hits on the year, but six of his nine hits are of the extra base variety. That's making him count. He's also thrown out six runners on the base paths this year. The one-two. That's high for ball two. Two and two. Josh Cowden is now playing left field in place of Hayden Latham. And he'll hit in, the, hit in the same spot in the order, yeah. right? Yeah. Just go in that same spot. The 2-2. Taken for ball three at 91. Well, you don't want to give up free pace, bases, right? Washington State gave us three free ones, and they all scored. Back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back walks, chasing lists, and allowing BYU to have a big second inning. The 3-2. And that's lined right at Brock Watkins. Handles it up one hop. Fires high to first. And Jacob Rogers makes the play there on a high throw from Brock. But a nice field on the scorcher. Taken just off the turf from Brock at short. And it'll be a 6-3 ground out. And the first out here in the top of the third inning. Brock Watkins fielding his position at a 9-40 clip this year. The left-handed bat of Keith Jones, the second. I like to think of the 1-1 on his back as the 1-1 the that follows his name in Keith Jones, the second. Jersey number 11, Jones, has a 1-1 count from Jake Porter on the hill. The righty Porter working in the third here. That's off speed at 82, called strike two. So Jones, the DH today, hitting in the eight spot. And now BYU will shift. Watkins at short. They're going to move Deming between short and second. So Deming just over the bag. The shift is on to the right side, and that's foul mm. tip strike, one and two. Almost closed that for strike three. Just came out of the glove. So everything's open. Opposite field down the third base side for Jones. But they're shifting him to pull. And mm. Mm. that will be ball two. Mm -hmm. You like the pitch, Tuck? Yeah, I did. Two balls, two strikes, one out, no one on for WSU. Top three, Cougs up.
BYU Cougs up 3-0. Foul to the screen. Count stays 2-2. Two two. Got to be careful with that yeah, one I know. today. I've done that. Believe me, I had my share yeah. last Tuesday in the or last Wednesday in the, in the NIT game. More of the same here. Had it in football, too. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. And you made me look it up. And yeah. it was an interesting trivial note we'll share after the 2-2 two and two pitch. And that is, yes, that is the punch out. <laughs> and we're all waiting, the batter, the yep. broadcaster, and yes, uh, Dennis Smythe considers it and then punches him out, caught looking. And so Washington State batters have struck out in five of their last six plate appearances in this game as Keith Jones is caught looking and he is retired. So, yes, we went to the uh, record books to find this out, and it's the first ever athletic season in which BYU has faced WSU in football, men's basketball, and baseball in the same year. Asked the question because I figured it was probably the case. I think the note was made, it might have even been by uh, Bobby Allworth, Wazoo's SID, that women's basketball, women's basketball may have also yeah, played each other did. in the winter this they year did, too. Yeah. So you can add to it. The clashes of the Cougars multiply. The 0-1 to Justin Van Debreek. It'll be ball one, one and one. Two out, no one on for Washington State here in the top of the third. Justin Vandebreek had a brother, Jace, who played for Gonzaga just a few seasons ago. Jace Vandebreek. About to say, that name did feel sound familiar. Yeah, not too far away. Pullman and Spokane, just a short drive away. In fact, for the, for the football game in the fall, we just stayed in Spokane and drove down for the game, drove back to Spokane, stayed there. Not a ton in the way of hotel space in Pullman. I find it just as convenient yeah. to go to Spokane and drive down, but one and two with two out. And that striped foul down the first baseline off the padding shy of the, Gonzaga, the uh, Washington State dugout. One ball, two strikes. Drizzle began to fall here again. Umbrellas popped up. A little cooler, a little windier, a little wetter all of a sudden. One ball, two strikes, and two out to Justin Vandebreek. He's looking to break, or Vandebreek out, I guess you'd say. Uh, he's two for his last 20 at the plate. Righty v. Righty here. And that's a reach-out grounder, backhanded by Watkins. Gathers, one hops it to Rogers, who handles cleanly. Good pick by Jacob, and it is three up and three down for Washington State for a second consecutive inning. So a 6-3 ground out, two of them here in the top of the third, bringing us to the bottom of the third. For WSU, no runs, no hits, there were no errors, no one left on. We go bottom three, BYU three, WSU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. doTERRA is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. We begin... The bottom of inning number three, BYU three, Washington State zero. And remaining on the hill for Wazoo, Tyler Haft, the right-hander, having spelled the lefty Cam Liss, who went one and a third today. Sardina leads off the bottom of the third for BYU, takes ball one, and takes ball two from Haft. A cool drizzle falling here at Miller Park. I think it might just be that type of day, Greg. And now uh, the flag a little stiffer out towards center, right center. So wind blowing out here at Larry H. Miller Field. And that's high. Three consecutive balls from Hafe to Sardina to lead off the bottom of the third for BYU. You can handle a little bit of a drizzle and a little bit of moisture, but when that wind starts to howl that way, it's not very fun because balls start to do things in the air that are just really difficult for your fielders. 
hitting 300, Alex Sardina. And it's a four-pitch walk from Hafe to the tie in the zone. So Alex Sardina becomes a lead runner for BYU. Second time in three innings, BYU's gotten the lead batter on. Latham singled in the first and was erased on a rundown. And then it was a one-out series of walks in the second that set Brock Watkins up for a two-run double after Colin Reuter drove home the Cougars' first run with a ground out, a bases-loaded ground out. That got us to 3-0. Now Sardina is on first with a base on balls. Mitch McIntyre hits from the three-hole, second in this inning. Righty v. lefty as the left-handed bat of Mitch McIntyre digs in. One ball taken. And so five consecutive balls from Tyler Haved here in the third. Haved high for ball two. Two and oh. Yeah, missing high with the slider and the fastball. Mitch flew out to left in the first. It's about time for Mitch to hit his first home run of the season. He didn't start yep. hitting home runs till late in the season last yep. year. Still looking for his first dinger. He does have eight extra base hits. He's hit a couple balls that have been off the top of the wall. But the, like the, that one in Portland mm. was just so close. Six doubles, two triples for Mitch. BYU's triples leader is Brock Watkins. Watkins has his fifth double in this game. And just one behind Mitch McIntyre in that category. Two balls, no strikes to Mitch after a conference on the mound between catcher and pitcher. And that is opposite well. field from Mitch into left field. It'll bounce off the warning track to the wall. Sardina will be held at third. It'll be second and third with a stand-up double for Mitch McIntyre. So Mitch McIntyre with his seventh double increases his team lead in that category as he goes opposite field in the left field corner for a two-bagger that has the Cougs on second and third, no one out, and an RBI opportunity for BYU's RBI leader, Ryan Sapiti. Yep. Great at-bat there, Mitch. Like to see him hitting the ball the other way. Now a great time for Ryan to hit. Beyond time for fastball here, Ryan. BYU's right fielder, Ryan Sapiti flew out to center in the second. He hits now in the third with his team already up 3-0. Runners in scoring position, second and third, and no one out. Corners playing in, middle back. Haft gets him out in front and yep. strike one. Tried to attack a slider there. These are the fun times to hit because with the infield playing back, hey, hit a ground ball to short and you get an RBI. Right-handed bat of Ryan Sapiti facing the writer, righty Tyler Haft. He'll take outside for ball one, one and one the count. With runners in scoring position, Ryan is hitting a strong 375. His average on the season overall is 301. A slugging of 479 right now for Sapiti. BYU's RBI leader at 23, runs batted in. Cooks three runs on three hits today, shutting out WSU 3-0, bottom three. Two on, no one out. The 1-1 one -one to Sapiti. That's mm. chin music for ball two. So umbrellas have popped up as it's a light drizzle here at Miller Park. Forecast for today was 50% chance of rain. So we could... argue that the forecasters were more or less on with their look for today. 
That's high for ball three, three and one to Sapiti. Great time to hit here. Very selective. Only looking for yours right here. If he makes that mistake, you make him pay. If not, take your walk. Cougs will lead into the fourth inning. They have a 3-0 lead in the bottom of the third. The 3-1 from Haft to Sapiti. And that's fouled out of play down the first baseline. The count will go full with no one out and two on. It's rare that BYU doesn't hold a lead that they will have through three. In fact, the game Saturday was the first game this year that BYU hasn't won when leading through three innings. Cooper well, nine and one. Sorry, Greg. Now they'll bring all the infield in with two strikes. Everything tight in on Sapiti with the full count. Fouls, but it's still no, to get away foul. from the catcher. <laughs> so it's a it's a caught it's yeah. a third strike not caught, and Sapiti's going to reach. Yes, he will. The bat didn't hit it; it just got away from the catcher, Jake Meyer. It sounded and like so a foul, first, yeah. but it was the shin guard. It was the two-seam fastball. clicked off his shin guard. the shin guard. And so it's a third strike not caught, and first base open, and Ryan Sapiti reaches first base to load them again for BYU. It goes down for as a, as a strikeout error, doesn't it? It is, a, it is a strikeout swinging and then a pass, or strikeout swinging pass ball or strikeout swinging error. Hmm. It'll be a conference on the mound with Sapiti at first, reaching on the third strike not caught. We have one out. Or rather, we have no one out here in the, uh, in the bottom of the third inning. Alex Sardina led off the inning with a base on balls. McIntyre doubled, setting up second and third. And Sapiti with a third strike not caught, and so no one out on the strikeout, if you will. It's a frontwards K, but not an out on the board. As BYU with three runs and three hits now loads the bases for the second time today. And we'll have a pitching change for WSU. We'll tell you who it is after a 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Washington State here in the bottom of the third. Bases loaded. And no one out for BYU. Oh. Actually, there is one out. The strikeout. No one out. They put it out on the board, but it's no one out for BYU. With Sapiti reaching on a third strike not caught. Yeah, scoreboard will get that fixed. So Caden Calver, 6'7", 190. The redshirt junior out of Pasco and Spokane Falls Community College. Caden Calber will hit with the sacks stacked with Cougs here in the bottom of the third. And a big inning in the offing for BYU. 11th appearance of the season for Caliber is 6.92 ERAs. Pitched 13 innings. Struck out 13 in those 13. Has given up 11 hits, 11 runs, 10 of them earned. So Caliber in his 11th appearance. Looks like we're going to pinch hit Brian Call for Wilk as well. Okay, so Brian Call will face Caliber. Yeah. 
Brian Calls, a left-handed bat to face the righty caliber. And so Jacob Wilk walked and scored in the second and is now being pitch hit for by Brian Call here in the bottom of the third and BYU leading it by a score of 3-0. So Sapiti on first. McIntyre at second, Sardina at third. That's a chopper off the glove of the third baseman, into the glove of the shortstop. Everybody is safe, and a run will score. So the grounder off the glove of the third baseman, Smith. Hainline collected it off the ricochet, but Sardina will score, and it'll be an infield single for Brian Call. I'd probably give that an, an error. error. Yeah, most likely an error, error for the third baseman. Yeah. So we'll have Call reach then on an E5, not a hit, and Sardina will come in to score. So E5 will allow Sardina to score from third. It'll put McIntyre at third, Sapiti now at second, and call at first. BYU adds its fourth run, 4 nothing here in the bottom of the third. And Jacob Rogers, catcher, takes strike one. It's a good slider there. Kind of whips its sidearm. That was front hip right there. It's a tough pitch to hit if you're Jake. You would call uh, caliber lanky, I guess, wouldn't we? Yes, you would. <laughs> The 0-1 from the tall right-hander to Rogers, And that's a chopper up the middle. Just a slow dribbler to the mound. He'll throw to home and get the force. So McIntyre will be retired on the bases loaded dribbler to the mound. Yeah, nice and reaching on the fielder's choice is, is uh, Rogers. Nicely done there by Caden to get the lead out at home and not give up the run. So the one-two fielder's choice has Rodgers at first. Call now at second. And Sapiti moving to third. Bases stay loaded. At the bottom of the third, one out. Batting is Austin Deming. Threw behind Deming. Hit him, didn't it? Did it sit back, yep. hit his backside? His back yep. foot, yep. He's taken off the... Uh, the shin guard and going to jog to first. That'll be another run across. Take so that bases RBI. loaded, HBP. So Ryan Sapiti with a third strike not caught ends up coming all the way around and scores BYU's fifth run here in the bottom of the third. It's 5-0 now BYU as Deming reaches on an HBP. Well, Reuter, no pressure here. Up five runs here in the third. Bases loaded, one out. Pitcher struggling a little bit. Hit something hard in play. Two runs across and just a single hit so far in the bottom of the third. Cougars have five runs on only three hits. And normally in that situation you have a home run or two, but yeah. no, not, not the case today. Empty count, one out, bases loaded for Colin Reuter. Reuter with an RBI ground out in the second inning. Yeah, walks and hit by pitches will we'll make it the the three five runs on three hits. So Wilk is or rather call is at third, Rogers at second, Deming at first. Can hear that wind. Yep, whipping. The 0-1, one, one out, and still bases loaded for BYU. Cooks five. BYU almost in, yeah, almost, hit, almost him hit him inside. Again, yeah. We were walk, watching a bunch of film this uh, yesterday and today, and the common denominator is this catcher 
has to work really hard because wherever he usually sets up for the pitch, it doesn't go there usually. Mm. And so he's diving, blocking, doing whatever he can. He has to work extremely hard. That would be frustrating as a catcher that your pitchers can't locate consistently. Caden Caliber is the third pitcher of the day for WSU. He's got a 1-1 count on Colin Reuter. And Reuter fouls it back to the screen. One ball, two strikes, one out. Bases still loaded. Yeah, this third inning for WSU, it's been a base on balls, a double, a third strike not caught, an E5, a fielder's choice and a hit by pitch. Add it all together and two runs have scored and the bases remain loaded for BYU. Let's get you a sack fly here at least here, Colin. Colin got an RBI in the second, courtesy of a ground out. The 1-2 to the big bat of Colin Reuter. And rips it. It'll be a one-hopper to left field. Throw will come in, cut off in the midfield. Job, and scoring Colin. from third will be Brian Call. So it is an RBI single for Colin Reuter. RBIs in back-to-back at-bats yeah. for Colin. The bases stay loaded for BYU. And now it's 6-0. Another crooked inning number for BYU. Three in the second, three in the third. As Call comes in to score on the single to left from Colin Reuter. Yeah, and just stayed on that slider and hit it hard to left. That's a really good approach there, Colin, with two strikes. So Colin Reuter with the RBI single, and it's 6-0 BYU. BYU trying to hand WSU its eighth consecutive loss before Wazoo goes home to face Utah on the weekend, Ooh. and that's bounced to wow. the catcher. Nice backhand scoop from Meyer. That was a 54-footer right there, Greg. Did a good job to snag it with Brock Watkins in the batter's box. BYU's eighth batter of the third inning. Brock, a two-RBI double in the second. He hits now one inning later. And his team is out to a 6-0 lead. The 1-0 with one out, and the base is still loaded for BYU. Caliber kicks and fires, and that's foul to the backstop. One ball, one strike. So BYU is officially one of four today with bases loaded, but doing a better job generating as it's now six runs on three hits. That got to be four hits, wouldn't it? They just had to hit a moment ago from Ruder. I think it was five on three. It's got to be six on four now, right? Yeah, Kooks have six runs on four hits. WSU still scoreless on no hits. They're getting it fixed. One ball, two strikes, one out. Here in the bottom of the third, BYU's already played at three. Watkins up the middle. Oh, off the pitcher's lower leg. It'll roll into foul territory, but another run will score as Caden Calber took it off the ankle or shin. RBI single there. And it'll be a single and a painful one at that for Calber. Both the trainer and the pitching coach, or maybe trainer and skipper will come out to check on Caden Calber here. The bases stay loaded. Another run across. 7-0 BYU as Rockins lines up the middle and off the pitcher's lower leg, rolling into fair territory. But a run will score as coming around is Rogers. And the Cougs now lead it by a score of 7-0. Calber's going to stand up and stay in there. It'll put Deming at third, Reuter at second, and Watkins at first with that single off the pitcher's leg. There'll be some warm-up pitches allowed now for Caden Calber. 
as he took that hot shot off the lower extremity. And, and the Cougars just continue the parade on the base pass. BYU now two for five with the bases loaded. And a ninth batter will come to the plate in Josh Cowden. Cowden replaced Hayden Latham at left field. And Cowden will hit now for the first time today here in the bottom of the third. So new left fielder Josh Cowden with the bases still loaded for BYU and already four runs across here in the bottom of the third. And things starting to fall apart a little bit for the visitors. BYU scored seven runs on five hits, three in the second, four in the fourth. And the Cougs just kind of cobbling stuff together right now. Cougs have hit their magic six-run number and then some, leading at 7-0. The BYU Cougars, that is, in this clash of the Cougs, BYU and WSU. Cowden, first pitch he sees, is fouled out of play down the third baseline. So BYU 7 and WSU, no score. BYU coming into today, having lost back-to-back -back games, but they've never lost three in a row this season. Say, they always stop it at two. Let's stop that two, though. I want to get done with that. The 0-1, one out, and bases still loaded for BYU. Josh Cowden, left-handed bat. Looking for the 3-4 hole, scooped up by the second baseman. Will throw to first to get one, and another run will score. So it's an RBI ground out for Josh Cowden as Austin Deming comes around to score. And the Cougs now lead by a score of 8-0 with a fifth run here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, hey, good team at bat there. Driving another run. Obviously, he's looking for a hit because it's been a while for him, but uh, good productive at bat. Reuter moves to third, and Watkins will be at second for Alex Sardina as the Cougs have hit around here in the third inning. Sardina led off this inning with a base on balls. Came around to score on an E5 and fouls that out of play. Slow dribbler down the third baseline. So the 4-3... RBI ground out for Josh Cowden, making the score 8-0. Sardina, 0-for-1 today with a K. But then walking and scoring in the third. We're still in the third. Cougars hitting around. Ninth man to the plate is Alex Sardina. The 0-1. The 0-2 on a swinging strike from Sardi. He loves his slider there, 78 miles an hour. Caden Calber, third pitcher for WSU. Cam List, then Tyler Haft, and now Caden Calber. The 6'7 righty took a hot shot off the lower leg earlier in this inning, stayed in the game. But the, w, but the BYU Cougars hoping to run the visitors out of this game, leading it 8-0 here in the bottom of the third. And that's a swinging strikeout for Sardi. Whiffing on the outside offering, and we'll go to the top of the fourth inning. BYU. In the bottom of the third, scores five. There was, an, there was a WSU error contributing. The five-run score on three hits. We'll take a break. We'll head to the top of the fourth with BYU leading WSU 8-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 